While California is one of the several states to legalize marijuana, demand for the plant isn't just for getting high. Cannabidinol, better known as CBD, is a popular substance that has found its way into everything from dog treats to lip balm. Claims of what CBD can do are vast, but many of them raise questions as to what's true and what's snake oil. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Peter Rowe, your general assignment reporter at the Union-Tribune, and recently you've been sent on an interesting story about CBD or cannabidinol. What is this substance? Yeah, it's... uh... (laughs) I'm not quite sure, and I think no one's really quite sure, which makes this very interesting. It is a a compound that is found in the cannabis plant. It's also found in hemp, uh, which, of course, is a a relative of cannabis. Mm -hmm. It has no psychoactive properties. It doesn't get you high. Advocates, though, say it has a variety of medicinal or therapeutic uses, that it can do everything from alleve anxiety, uh, relieve pain. There are even some companies who have claimed that it can be used in the treatment of cancer or Alzheimer's disease or Parkinson's. Um, (laughs) None of these claims, by the way, uh, have really been proven. Yeah, this whole thing does sound like a panacea. And what science, if any, has been done on CBD? Well, in fact, the science is just starting to be done. Uh, Like a lot of things related to cannabis, there have been restrictions placed on research that only now um, scientists are kind of getting around those restrictions. Mm -hmm. The FDA does not um, regulate CBDs. And therefore, you know, a lot of claims are being made, uh, again, without much proof, without much background. However, they, they're they sort of classified, uh, at least in grocery stores and pharmacies, as being similar to supplements. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you roam down the supplement aisle, uh, you'll notice that a lot of things being sold are sold with um, – you know, kind of weasel words. They'll say it, it could be helpful in addressing uh, joint inflammation. Uh, this may help you uh, with um, anxiety, and it's the same thing with CBDs. Uh, one of the one of the manufacturers here says, "Look, you know, everything we say about CBDs has to be couched in this language that this might help. It's not going to hurt. Go ahead and try it. See if it works for you." And anecdotally, there are quite a few people who say it does work for them. And why don't you tell us the stories of some of those people that you spoke to? Sure. I I spoke to a a man named Darius Allensworth. I'm a fan of uh, the UC Berkeley Golden Bears, the football team. And Mm -hmm. I recall watching uh, Allensworth play on TV. You know, he he was a cornerback. He had quite a few sacks over his career. Uh, But he said he was constantly playing in pain and that he has been using CBDs for the last year and he's noticed a real change. He feels a lot better. He also uses like CBD cream um, after he works out. You know, he applies that. He says he's less sore. Now, at a, a CBD shop in Old Town, I met the owner who was there with her three-month-old uh, 
bulldog. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gave, <laughs> she has a, a, a spray, a CBD spray, which you apply to dog food okay. when you're leaving. When you're leaving the house because dogs, um, as I know, having once been a dog owner, dogs sometimes go crazy when the owner leaves. They just can't calm down. They're barking. Uh, she says this calms her dog down. Um, that's that's a pretty common use of CBDs among pets. And just in those examples, you've gone through a whole list of different products. How is it possible that this substance can be in food, in liquid form, in creams? How does that work? Yeah, and actually, uh, I'm told that a Canadian brewery is looking into you know a CBD infused beer. <laughs> Uh, well, this this all comes about because CBDs fall into a gray area. Uh, they are not um, regulated by the FDA because they're not regarded as a food. They're not really a drug. Uh, they're a substance. And so it's, uh, it, it's really kind of, you know, one of, one of these areas where whatever regulation is going on is self-regulation. And some... Some of the better companies uh, submit their products to laboratories for mm-hmm. analysis to make sure there's nothing harmful in them. Also to make sure that what they say uh, the, uh, the product contains is actually in the product. Uh, and that's, that's a really interesting process too. Um, sometimes these labs will find heavy metals, for instance, mm-hmm. or pesticides in uh, in CBD products, and that's certainly something that you don't want to be ingesting. Yeah, and it seems it's more commonplace now. We're hearing about microplastics and other toxins consistently in a variety of products, so it you know, does follow that some CBD would also contain those. Right. But, you know, everything about CBD seems to have a double edge. You know, you, you could be critical in some ways, and then, uh, then you look at the other side, uh, I was talking to a, a manufacturer out of Los Angeles. He actually has a, a supplement company, and he's gotten into CBDs in a major way. And he says, look, you know, right now we have this opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. Isn't it better that we be recommending uh, people at least try something that is a natural substance and it doesn't get you high, it doesn't make you uh, addicted, and if it works for you, then that's, that's better. Um, another guy, another um, man in the CBD business, he runs a shop in Pacific Beach, says he got into this about 10 years ago when he had surgery. He didn't want to be taking opioids after the surgery. He was also worried about the damage to his liver that ibuprofen, or at least large amounts of ibuprofen, mm-hmm. could cause. And so he did some research, and he found something which was pretty obscure then, uh, CBD products out of Switzerland. He's been using them ever since, and now he, he makes his own line. And also this is happening as many states are legalizing marijuana with THC, but also we had that national crisis of vaping, which many of that is connected to kind of off-brand THC vapes. Has there been any concerns about CBD vapes in this line, or is it just the same risk you'd assume inhaling anything else? Yeah, I was told that uh, some of the CBD vaping products um, had been harmful, that they had had elevated levels of lead 
that the lead was used to make the metal more malleable and that the CBDs could leach the lead and you would then be inhaling some some of the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the responsible CBD vape manufacturers have been working on addressing that problem, uh, but it, it is a problem. Mm-hmm. So when seeing this litany of products, is there any one or kind of line that really jumped out of you as like, really, it's... This is this is in this. <laughs> well, I, I was surprised that there is actually a uh, a glove on the market that has uh, CBD that is infused with CBD uh, ointment, and that is supposed to uh, restore youthfulness to your skin. It says noticeably restore youthfulness to your skin. It, these are $500 gloves. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's buying those, but I thought, wow, that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, uh, I've heard of those socks where you put lotion in them and then, like, your feet won't be dry, but this kind of sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is more um, cosmetic. Um, the, other, the others that um, are surprising or perhaps outrageous are these claims being made that hey, CBDs have been shown to shrink cancer tumors or they've been shown to slow the progress of various, um, you know, lethal diseases. So, again, I mean, people you talk to, most of the folks locally you talk to about CBDs say, hey, you know, we're not, we're not telling anyone to stop taking their medication. We're not telling them that this is a cure-all. Uh, but I think that's a real concern. That's a real concern among uh, scientists that there's an impression that CBDs can be used for everything and that it, they will cure everything, and, and that's clearly not true. Yeah, it's kind of like people who seek out a, an herbal tea for everything. It's like at some point it's placebo effect at, <laughs> at one point. <laughs> right. So um, so again, I mean, let's, let's flip to the other side again. Um, there's so much anecdotal evidence that people do find relief uh, through CBDs. I mean, we're talking more like perhaps they had a hard time sleeping through the night mm-hmm. or maybe they had uh, some joint pain. Uh, there is some evidence that this actually can be effective. What one of the one of the researchers I spoke to is concerned about. He says we really don't have long term good solid studies mm-hmm. that show. Okay, let's compare the CBDs to other treatment, other forms of treatment. Let's compare them with placebos, and let's study this over a period of years and see what the long term effect is. Uh, he said, we really don't have that information right now. And without that information, we're kind of operating blind. So within the state of California, which you know has allowed medical cannabis for the longest time in the nation, are there any restrictions to doing any research when it comes to CBD? I know there are federal restrictions for THC research, but is that roadblock in effect here too? Well, to a degree. I mean... If you extract the CBD from industrial hemp, I don't think that's there's much of a roadblock there. But if you're trying to get it from cannabis, mm-hmm. at least I think currently the only cannabis that can be used in research comes from one farm in Mississippi. 
and everybody, everybody who's doing any kind of cannabis-related uh, research has to use uh, has to use marijuana from from that farm. So, which that doesn't match up with the marijuana that people are consuming. It might not, and also, I mean, there's only so much I guess you can get out of this one farm, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of lot of demands. So, I guess after writing this story, if someone you know asks, "Hey, I feel like I want to try CBD," what bits of advice would you give them? Well, for one thing, and, and this may sound counterintuitive, I would recommend that they get their CBD products from a marijuana dispensary. Now, there are CBD products you can order through Amazon. There are CBD products you can buy at CBD shops. There are CBD products you can buy at, at uh, you know, those little quickie marts mm-hmm. uh, at gas stations, right? But uh, if you're not buying your CBD product at a marijuana dispensary, it didn't have to be tested. It didn't have to be tested for safety or for potency. Whereas if you're buying it through a marijuana dispensary, everything in that shop has to undergo that kind of testing. Mm -hmm. That's much more stringently regulated. And therefore, you're safer getting a CBD product from a marijuana dispensary than you are out on the street. I will say there are a couple of brands that do um, that you can find, you know, at, at, um, at local pharmacies mm-hmm. or farmers markets, uh, where on the box um, or on the packaging there will be a, a QR code, uh-huh. and if you scan that, uh, generally what you're going to download is the results of a lab test. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's great, and I, I applaud the companies that do that. That's a that's a level of transparency that a lot of companies just aren't meeting. Mm-hmm. And as this is still an emerging product, that's a way to set yourself apart. It is, it is, and uh, and I think right now that's part of what's happening in this industry is uh, different companies are trying to establish themselves as trusted leaders in the industry, mm-hmm. the kind of, you know, the kind of CBD that you really want. All right, Peter Rowe, thank you so much. My pleasure. And since it's Friday, here are some events to check out this weekend. The American Indian Society will celebrate the 12th annual Festival of Lights at Balboa Park. It's just $5 to take part in the Dwali celebrations. And if this week's news cycle wasn't enough for you, you can see the Capitol Steps Saturday evening at the Balboa Theater. The political satire group was formed by Senate staffers 40 years ago. And for a nautical scare, the Maritime Museum of San Diego is hosting its annual Halloween Haunted Tales. For details, go to uniontrip.com happenings. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Our creative director is Beto Alvarez, and our digital editor is Ricky Young. This podcast comes together with support from our creative studio and reporters throughout the newsroom. Please rate us and review us on your favorite podcast app and support our journalism by signing up for print and digital products at yugentrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.